Welcome to JV Reads the Tea. The T stands for tarot, honey. I'm JV Hampton Van Sant. Each week, I am joined by a guest and I read their tarot cards. I use the Wild Unknown deck and the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit decks by Kim Kranz to dive deep with a special six-card reading. And, of course, we go on usually pretty related tangents. So grab your wand, light a candle, and let's spill that tea, honey. All right. Welcome, everybody. Um, This is the first episode of this thing, and I, I don't know what the name is yet. Wasn't supposed to tell you that. Doesn't matter. Anyway. The only way this show is going to work is if I have a guest on, obviously. But I couldn't think of a better person to start off this show with than my dear friend, Scotty Moore. Scotty, say hi to the people. (laughs) Hey, baby. How you doing? (laughs) Hey. Um, So let's let's tell the people um, about what you do and what, what the fun things you're doing are. You have, like, a billion podcasts and are also are guesting on a bunch of them. But, like, tell us more about this. I'm currently, um, <laughs> I'm sorry if this is fucking up my audio. Can we do swears, by the way? Oh, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. There's okay, no... Okay, <laughs> uh, I, I, well, my current thing I'm working on is trying to solve this fucking Rubik's Cube, but I'm also <laughs> the the headmaster of the BS Network series of podcasts where we do... All kinds of different shows, from shows on theme park design to a pro wrestling audio drama to, of course, the brand new show of the three brand new ones that are getting released by the end of the year. Sammy Magic, the mini adventures of everyone's favorite wizard boy. It's basically Harry Potter, but if a fucking turf didn't write it. So I'm bringing I'm taking it back for the people is what I'm doing. I've never been happier. I've never been happier. <laughs> <laughs> I think the part where I like paused and said "fuck yeah" um, during the I believe I no I think it was the second episode. I don't know because the first five were really sort of simultaneously. Thus, I listened to all of them in one day, and it blends together in my brain. Um, I think my favorite part um, in that first bit. Nice. Well done. Um, was I solved it. I solved the cube. Hell yeah. Was um was when you pointed out that that it wasn't simply goblins that worked at that that worked at that lovely, lovely bank that I don't remember what you called it because my oh, brain. I, I stone cold stole from DuckTales. It's McDrake's bank instead of uh, McDuck. Yes. I did McDrake's bank. I love that I didn't recognize that immediately as a thing. Because I mm-hmm. did immediately recognize the Twilight reference later that that I yeah. had to pull my car over and keep cackling over because that was so funny. <laughs> I'll be honest, the scene in McDrake's Bank has the nerdiest reference I make in the entire series, which is a reference to an ASMR video I really like, where it was someone who is a quarter goblin, quarter witch, quarter uh, elf, quarter what the fuck ever. Oh. Someone made an ASMR video of that exact character and it's my favorite character design I've ever seen. So I'm like, she's going in. She's going in the series. Uh, 
And honestly, she's kind of the best, and I fucking love her, and was so happy. Like, that scene made me just happy. It was no longer, like, a thing that made me deeply uncomfortable that was for sure racist that I didn't notice immediately. Um, yeah. And yet still have weirdly fond memories of, of that one time I was in Florida and, like, a dragon, like, breathed at my face, and it was weird and warm. That was a weird way to describe uh, that uh, ride. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I genuinely can't wait for people to start messaging me and being like, I'm going to Sammy Magic World this week. And I'm like, yeah, dude, ride escape from McDrake's. Go, baby. Guys, <laughs> uh, also rides are a thing I can't even do. But like my favorite part of that whole theme park was was one eating because I like food and food is a thing that feels like you can't fuck it up. You know what I mean? Like, or I guess you can. Like, in that you can fuck up cooking the food. But, I mean, like, at least that food wasn't, like, directly stolen from anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, it was just a, like, oh, this is a thing that was not a bad thing. This is fine. So, loved having all of the food and drinks. And then was like, yeah, um, this train ride is wild. Like, the train from, like, what? Right? (laughs) It's so fuck wild. Why? And it's it's worse because it's different. If you go to from Islands of Adventure to Universal, it's one ride, and if you go the opposite way, it's a completely separate ride, which freaked me out the first time I did it. Yeah, it was a fucking trip, and I just don't even like. I don't know. It was wild and a great time. I fucking loved it. Um, yeah, I'm happy I got to partner with the Universal Studios to make it. I really am. I mean, we got all the classics in there. We got Big Ollie's Wine Shop. We've got God, uh, yes. McDrake's Bank. Oh my We've God. got, of course, you can go into Wizard Harvard for Sammy Magic and the um, the uh, the ba- the Good Ride is what it is. Sammy Magic and the Good Good Ride. This is like I, if y'all don't. Like, if y'all don't go and listen to this, uh, first of all, I don't even know who's listening to this, but whoever you are, if you don't stop everything that you are doing and go and listen, you have made, you have done yourself a disservice. It is so fucking good. And it makes me so fucking happy. I just, I love how buck wild it is because then like the emotional resonance moments hit even more. Those moments are like, oh, and it's great because I know everyone listening at least has some semblance of knowing what Harry Potter is about, meaning that I can play with a lot more than JK did in that first book. Exactly. (laughs) Oh man, it's very, very good and super awesome. And one of the things that I have been just shouting to everybody that I require them to listen to it. Like, basically, I've been saying, listen to this, and then immediately watch Lovecraft Country. And, like, that's pretty much it on, like, repeat for the last 24 hours, which also, fuck yes, Lovecraft Country. That was fun. Um, And I don't know. I I don't know. It was fun. I... I like being terrified and actually like being terrified, but not really being terrified of the actual monsters that are present. Like, yeah, like, you know, instead, just a bunch of racist white people. That's when you're like, hell no. I was like, oh, no, like (laughs) even the way that first episode ends and I'm sitting there like, I don't I don't know where this is going. And I've never been more terrified in my life. Um because yeah. I, d- I don't want any of these people to die. I love them so very much, and I don't want anything to happen to them ever. Um, but it will, because it's a horror thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
I am a fan of your work. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just now I'm just now thinking back to the call we had like two days ago where you were like where like the very basic things that just didn't happen in that interview sort of bothered the fuck out of well, one, initially bothered the fuck out of you, then immediately bothered the shit out of me when you told me about them. Ooh my god. Not gonna call To it. a point where I think this show is just your response to that interview. You're like, I've gotta fix this. I gotta fix this. It reminded me of the shit that like a good interview is supposed to do. Um, which is like act actively support the things that like the things of the guests that you have on um mention that they are very good at uh, be and also not preferably also not have to lie about it find the thing that is good and talk about it like you know yeah. what i mean like because something in it is gonna be delightful even if it's like listen the sound quality is fucking great like even if it is simply that i'm i wouldn't be telling a lie um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But I thought you were about to be like, and not make a Discord filled with pornography, because that was probably my biggest takeaway from it. That too. Um, please, please, anybody who winds up in this Discord, please, for the love of Jesus, don't just drop dick pics. I will kick you out. There is no, like, I. <laughs> I, I didn't. I love that I'm like, I will kick them out. I'm like, it, will I? I will. But also, I will. I might DM you You'll depending keep them on in what the I DMs. see. Like, <laughs> like, you might get a DM, but I will kick you out of the group because that is against the rules. Um, but yeah, so I'm thrilled to have you here because I, I have decided that I like that I like um fortune telling with with my friends um plus also it's a great way for me to practice this i i've had this deck for like two years and i love it yeah but like it doesn't get a lot of practice because it doesn't like to work for me it likes to work for the people that i <laughs> likes to work for anybody who like i'm reading for anybody else yeah like it whenever it reads for me it it throws all of the shade at me and i don't appreciate it but i love this deck for the reading that it does for like everybody and um for what i'm going to just say is probably copyright reasons i'm going to tell y'all what the deck is and um who the sort of author of the guidebook is so that y'all don't um so that y'all know that when i start discussing uh the the things that are on the individual like sort of guidebook descriptions that that is coming from a specific human being um you know copyright things uh <laughs> whatever all of that loveliness um so it is the wild unknown tarot deck uh from kim kranz uh love it love it so much the pictures are pretty too and that also helps because pretty pictures yeah my my i've had I've only done one reading in my entire life, and it was my co-host on a load of BS who had never done reading before, oh. and that was great. But my wife does tarot readings all the time, but also she owns those weird, like, you can get them from an earthbound tarot decks where it's like, this tarot deck's got 60s rock stars in it. I Learn your future with Mick Jagger. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, your wife is so fucking cool, and I, like, <laughs> I, I, I must meet her at some point. This is just a thing I have. I 
yeah, incredible. Um, and second of all, that is also very specifically a very incredible thing. If I could do, like, one of the things that I want to do so badly is literally just design a deck, but also that would require me having way more knowledge of tarot than I actually do. Um, I don't know. But, oh God, it would be fun. I like drawing pictures is really the reason. That's sort of, whatever. Anyway, that's, oh, so exciting. Um, I I don't know that I... I've never done a reading that's been, like, recorded anywhere. Um, this is a thing that is true. Can we, uh, can we give the deck a name? Because from what mm-hmm. you've said, she sounds like a real sassy bitch. Like, I think mm-hmm. we need, like, a, a Kathy. Like, should we call her Kathy? Or? I'm... Well, okay. First of all, there are two. So, this reading's gonna involve two, two different decks. The second one is called The Wild Unknown Animal Spirit. Um... Not spirit animal, animal spirit. I feel like that's important. That one sounds like a Dave or maybe a Ron. So like Ron and Kathy are going to be reading your <laughs> your shit. <laughs> We're going to have the fans vote on a name um, for oh, all a name the... for the deck. Yeah, um, crowdsource a name here. I I'm always a fan of crowdsourcing names. That's actually not true. I I pay a lot of attention to like names when I name things. Um, not like inanimate objects but like fictional characters specifically oof yeah yeah there's hints in every oh, no, name the amount of time the amount of times i've named characters just a latin version of like blatantly what they are is obnoxious it's it's a beautiful thing it is a beautiful thing yeah. I, there are movies that do it and i get very angry though because they do it very poorly i'm trying to remember like on wannabe film buffs, yeah. I bring it up constantly. Oh, oh, oh! You were on an episode where I brought it up. Actually, um, <laughs> the the currently the one episode of wannabe film buffs that you have been on, um, brought it up there, where I just sort of had to question why the fuck Luke is the name of the main character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is an Earth name, and no one else has Earth names. Also, do you know Vader just means father that in, like, German, too. I think? Oh, my God. Uh, I just thought back to slutty Palpatine, and I'm, I can't breathe. Yes. Oh, Jesus, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. Um, I will just link to that, too, because I'm already thinking about what the show notes are going to include, of which there's going to be a lot of things. That's going to be one of the things that's just in the show notes so y'all can hear. Yes. (laughs) Do it. Slutty Queen Palpatine. Um, (laughs) Slut Queen Palpatine is... I'm shocked that's not become merch yet. Just like a a shitty little Palpatine in drag. I I will take the note. I will take the note. I (laughs) I will take the note and make a design. Fuck, I don't know. Um... Oh man, good times. So the way um the way I've sort of laid these cards out, there is a past, present, future, and a problem okay. and solution. And the where the animal spirit card comes in is the energy you should have to sort of carry you into the uh sort of good future option. Okay. Yeah. Because like, why not? 
Also because the animal ones are so fucking cool and I really love the descriptions. So <laughs> it's going to be great. Be like the fox. Um, Just, I don't know. Be foxy. Anyway. Be a bear. <laughs> well, done and done. I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. Let us dive in with the... I'm not going to, that's not how that word is going to leave my face. Um, this is the weirdest terror because like usually there's like a lot of mysticism. Meanwhile, you're like, first chord. The energy is sporty. Sporty? No, that's the wrong word. Oh my God, a Spice Girls tarot deck. Sporty Spice. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm going to Amazon that later. I might have to change what I what deck I'm using for this entire thing. If that, Jesus God, if that is available, I'm, I, ooh, the speed with which I'm buying I'm, that isn't. It's immediate. I'm looking up weirdest tarot decks just to see what could be there. Your results are gonna be fun. Oh my God. <laughs> I had a deck at one point that like weirdly required a blood sacrifice that I didn't use it ever because it required a blood sacrifice, as one would imagine. Whatever. It's a whole thing. Not gonna get into it. Pay attention to what decks you buy, people. Important. Um, oh! So, this is your past card, and let me tell you, there is exactly one word underneath the description of this card. It is the Five of Swords, and the word underneath it is self-destruction. Do, do we need to have a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just going to hold this up so you can see it. It literally just straight up says self-destruction. I'm like, girl, <laughs> drag him. Jesus, God, what? Kathy is reading me for filth already. <laughs> This is a, this was this show is a Kathy's great idea. Kathy's coming out straight up like I've seen you at them bars in Orlando. I know how fucked <laughs> up you get. Oh Jesus. <laughs> okay, so I feel like this is just this is straightforward, right? Like I don't think I need yeah. to explain this one at all. <laughs> it is self-destruction. And that's in in the past position, so well, <laughs> we've so we've moved on from it. It's okay. So you've been in a position, and it's been a an interesting one. You've got a past. That is what we will say. <laughs> <laughs> we will not delve into it, Kathy. You saucy bitch. Damn. Oh man. Um. So now we're moving into the present card, which I feel like the part of this that's gonna be the most wild is the sort of vamping that I have to do is I go to then find the, <laughs> the description of the card. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, da, 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 da. like and da, da, da. it's the, so it's the card here is the daughter of cups, which I feel like you're going to like because it has a rainbow on it. Um, Fuck yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I might need to turn off this ring light, but like, um, so you see, it's a little duck and it's got, why is it? I don't know why the beauty influencer it's, thing helps. It's rough to look like. It's rough to look at right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to figure this out by making myself less bright. There we go. That help a little bit? 
Yeah, I mean, no, but it's okay. Uh, I see a rainbow, and I see a, a shape and a cup. I will take a photo of this so you can see it later. The art style of, of these cards is gorgeous. I love them very much. Um, so, Oh, what would be cool, I, and I know mm-hmm. we probably should talk about this off air, but what if, like, after the show on Twitter, you posted the cards that each guest receives. I absolutely will. That's going to happen. Like, I will get their permission, of course, prior to doing so because... Because this is an audio medium and us just for five minutes being like, it's a fucking rainbow with a bird. Probably it's it's not good good audio. There's a cute little duckling and underneath it there is a lot of, uh, you know, it's Roy G. Biv in the water in the shape of a duck. Um, yeah, which like is a great description because that is actively what's on the card. However, it's not the same as being able to physically see it. It's lovely. Um, so the daughter of cups. Um, it's in the sort of like the suit cards, the uh, um, the king queen um court cards. Thank you. That's the word. I like I don't know what the what they regularly are called cuz they're called um son, daughter, mother, father in this one, which is not how they're normally like called what but, you know, daughter of cups. I mean, I mean, you're lucky you have a magician here cuz I could pull from normal decks of cards and be like, "No, that's king, queen, jack, ace." There we go. Which is actually the thing that I was thinking of, which is why that was silly of me. In any case, daughter of cups um Creative energy, emotional energy, uh, described as romantic, artistic, easily inspired by their surroundings. This, that specifically leads me to the to the general point of you have a lot of creative endeavors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> like very specifically, I was like, oh, so your present is currently you are you are very you are doing a lot of artsy things. You are a very artsy. You're person. violently artistic. <laughs> You're violently artistic, which is very true. I would imagine, uh, from what I have seen, this seems to be true. Um, do you struggle with staying grounded? Yes. I mean, yeah, I'm basically like fucking uh, Roadrunner. I'm just like, just go! Just go do the thing! All right, so we will call this card accurate, because that was the immediate next line on the thing was, has a little trouble staying grounded. Um, it's <laughs> worded very gently. I love how this one has all the details. Meanwhile, the other one was just like, look at this fucking alcoholic. Like, <laughs> what like, the hell? Well, this, well, that one, it had more information. I just felt like we didn't need to dwell on it, because the word <laughs> was like, like, it had some, like, it was a card of warning, but like, the card, if it's a card of warning, that sort of implies that it's in the future, that the thing to worry about's in the future. Whereas it was in the past thing, so it was basically just the words right there. It, the word is right yeah. there. Whereas this one just has creative and emotional there, which is descriptive, but not. But it ain't enough. Exactly, it's like not so descriptive that like you need. I don't know. In any case, that um. So yeah, that one makes sense. The creative energy, doing a lot of things. Um, yeah. Oh, how do you deal with conflict? Uh, it used to be very not well. Now only slightly not well. Okay. Okay. This is good. 
this this is good <laughs> because the line here says conflict of any kind is very disturbing to this gentle creature, um, which. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it sound like I'm a shitty cat sitting in the corner. <laughs> Which I sort of love. Part of the thing that I love about these descriptions is when you read them out loud, you sort of realize that there might be a light amount of shade that uh, that Kim included in these things, um, which I appreciate. It is also very descriptive and helpful. Um, I very much love this deck. But yeah, okay. Um so basically, I suppose there, the general thing to take away from that is you do a lot of things. Creative as hell. <laughs> We're going to take a detour and not go to the future card yet. We're going to jump oh. over to the problem and solution section because okay. I figure that sort of makes sense as the like present part would be where the problem is. Um, <laughs> where the problem is. If there is, in fact, a thing that is a problem. Oh, this card looks very dark. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no! And this is the problem. Oh no! <laughs> like it, it visibly looks dark. Like this, you see oh what I mean? Oh my god! It's no fuck this. <laughs> like it's very pretty. Um, it is the ten of wands. I don't know what this is going to be. I'm very excited about this because it's I. It's gonna be like your problem is you're gonna die today. Like what the fuck? <laughs> your problem is oh. Burdens, blockage, and difficulty. Which makes sense, given the visual of that card. It's sort of like a bunch of sticks just sort of arrayed in such a way that's, like, difficult to um, see Like a barricade, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I guess it's not as bad, but it is also, like, clearly in a... One of the things that surprises me about this deck always is whenever I pull something that is specifically in the problem section, it is always something that immediately when you look at it you see that it is a negative i don't yeah i don't know how that happens other than this deck is absolutely <laughs> actually magical and i don't know how the <laughs> fuck i found it um but here it is but yeah <clears throat> blockage and difficulty um and uh sort of having a hard time sort of passing through things is that resonating? Kind of. I mean, like, uh, I guess, like, breaking through into... I feel like I'm at, like, a glass ceiling in the world of podcasting, where it's like you've gone as high as you can go, mm. and I'm trying to break through that. That's all I can see, really, in my head right now. That actually makes a lot of sense, and that does tie into a thing that we didn't necessarily mention in the beginning, which I feel like was a thing that was weird to not mention. Um, you are sort of going for that world record as far as um, guesting on shows in a year. Yeah. Which I still feel like... Yeah, and I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I, that's also part of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, m- maybe there's something there that is sort of a... It's, it's, I can see that being a struggle. I can also see that literally, I don't understand, very specifically, I don't understand why it is so fucking hard to guest on someone else's show if they have a show that lends itself to people guesting on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there are lots of shows that are like that. And I, I've guessed it on a few now, but like not so many that I'm like, how, (laughs) <laughs> like, why the fuck is this so hard? <laughs> I'm like, why do people not want to talk to me? I don't understand. Um, but like, it with this, I can see why 
why that would be difficult. It, fuck, what number are you at, side note, at this point? Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> um, let me pull up the old spreadsheet. 201 with an estimated 376. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I, the thing that is so fun about that is that the estimated the estimated number is already over the number of days there are in a year. Yeah, which I find fascinating. Um, but truly, that number is incredibly high. So I can kind of understand why it's becoming like why there's a little bit of a block and why it might be a little bit difficult to like get past that hurdle. But that's also just so fucking dope. But I'm. I'm very proud of you. You're doing a great job. Um, <laughs> just being encouraging thank, and mom-like Thank now. you. Yes. Um, but as far as, like, getting through that block- that blockade, what? Yes, that is a word. But I, that wasn't the word that I meant to say. I meant to say blockage, but blockade sounds prettier. So we'll go with that. Yeah. Um, getting through the blockade, as it were. Um, here is the uh, next card, and this is... We've entered the major arcana, y'all. That's where the hell we've entered. This is fun. This is exciting. I have no idea if this I don't is... know what the fuck this means, <laughs> but okay. So the major arcana are the sort of... Um, the... <clears throat> I don't know how best to describe them other than, like, they're the... <clears throat> hmm. So th- when you think of, like, the... The, the major arcana, that's like where the death card is, where the lovers are, where the emperor is, which I bring up specifically because the emperor is, in fact, the card that just popped up. Um, okay. So, like, these are the ones that, like, have serious energy attached to them, I guess, if that makes what? sense. So you're telling me I got the emperor. <laughs> you have I'm the emperor, Oh, yes. fuck, I forgot about Palpatine. Which also... Do it. <laughs> That just reminded me of another of another joke that we have as on that thing. I was like, ah, fuck, I forgot about the orphans, which is (laughs) (laughs) which we got from the dark from the Dark Knight Rises because it seems like he just consistently forgot about the orphans like all throughout that movie. God damn it! Um, I need so to I figured out how to fix my blockage. <laughs> JV, help me fix my blockage. Oh, Jesus God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, oh, I've had very weird conversations this week with a lot of very old gays, and it is not. Like, I, I need to tell you that so it is. So this resonates more than with you than it does with me. Yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah, it does, and it's weird. Um, anyway, but as far as the emperor goes, not Palpatine. Um, it's protection, stability, and weirdly, the father. I don't necessarily... We don't call me daddy, Jamie. <laughs> oh, daddy. oh, oh, dear. Um, <laughs> things that, uh, oh, why? What, what words? My, I just had a stroke. I don't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> I literally can't breathe. It's wild. Um, but like, okay, so the emperor, um, is, uh, 
Well, okay. If the if it's talking about the self, so if if the solution to this problem is coming from within, it's sort of um, channeling your protective and decisive side. So making very clear moves um, and being very clear in what your actions are going to be. So coming up with a clear plan of attack is sort of what. Yeah. Yeah. Or a clear, well, a clear plan of protection doesn't necessarily. Well, I mean. <laughs> Fuck, now I'm thinking about Palpatine again, and it's not. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, I have a clear plan of protection. Oh, Jesus God. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the pill. Anyway, um. <laughs> just, I'm on. It's the Jedi pill. It prevents the Jedi from killing me. I'm on two pills the, the blue one and the. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever the fuck the other one is, I, I I thought I thought I was on the pill, but then fucking Ray Skywalker happened. I guess. <laughs> Jesus God, I still that is the change in that series that I just look at and I'm like, this felt unnecessary. We I feel like this is the moment where you should have given us what we actually all thought and what we were hoping for. That she was Jar Jar Banks's granddaughter. Okay, shit, I wasn't even thinking about that because I forgot about that motherfucker. Lisa Ray Binks. I'm. <laughs> I would then at least then her hair would make sense. Um, yeah. I I mean I I thought it was appropriate. It reminded me of the Dark Knight Rises at the end when they asked Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt like, "Hey man, what's your name?" and he goes. My name's Robin Batman. <laughs> it just kind of looks into the distance. I My name fucking, is Robert Batman. I fucking hated that line so much. That movie is the only line that I like truly hate in that movie. Because like at that point in my life, I was hoping for like Robin to make an appearance in a movie and not be the Robin from Batman and Robin. Um Despite the fact that it, oh, I yeah. love that movie. It is so shitty and I love it so much. But, like, I really, really, really wanted a good, like, a good Robin. Because it felt like that was what was needed also, back to daddy energy, um, would have given Christian Bale a little bit of daddy energy that I would have liked. Um, which, honestly, was sad that he didn't have that throughout the whole series. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I like Bruce Wayne better when he's a dad, um, just generally. Um, but yeah, so having a well thought out plan, um, oh, like strongly well thought out plan for figuring out um, how to, I don't know, how to approach various, uh, how to approach this, this, how to approach this situation with the shows and things. Um, yeah. And I think follow through would also be important because, like, I'm good yeah. at planning, but the follow through is what I'm rough with. So I think that's probably also part of this Emperor Daddy energy. <laughs> Emperor Daddy energy is how I'm forever going to describe this particular card forever. Forever. That's what it, it's happening. I. That's how I understand this card forever. Um, and yeah, I think that, I think that will help. And that does make a lot of sense as far as like, Ooh, and there is also a lovely bit at the end there, which is about being able to, hmm, it, it, the way it's worded is with help from the sun as in S U N not S O N 
just just to be clear, because it did mention father energy. I want to be clear and talk about the sky. Um, (laughs) So with help from the sun, the emperor can see for miles and miles, which leads me to believe there is something to do with planning there, much like what you were saying. So having that plan and the follow through. Is the sun... Is the sun a different card, or is it just being, like, the actual Earth and sun, which also could reference, like, godly energy? I don't know. It's distinctly possible, but I am pretty much... Hold on. Let me double check. Yeah, the sun is an actual card. Okay. Um, But I think this one is just referencing, like, seeing something in the light of day and having a plan because you see it in the light of day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or at least that's that's what comes to mind for me. I don't know if that's necessarily what it means. I can't contact this this Kim woman. I don't know. I don't know her, but I mean... (laughs) See, I like this because now it's kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, now you got to cast polymerization on the emperor with the sun and get success. Activate the trap card and you're in. I haven't thought about fucking Yu-Gi-Oh in literally 12 years. Like, it's been 12 years since I've thought about Yu-Gi-Oh at all. That's my shit. I still to this day love Yu-Gi-Oh. That's fair. I liked the first, like, what I would imagine was, like, the first season I don't know if it had a season finale or what the season finale was but of what I remember of the first season that was like my shit in high school I lived for it oh no second season's even better dual dual city I think is what it's called that one's better no but for me I I mean the card game motherfucker like we were we were 22 year old grown ass men Get, get together and be like, you play beer pong? No, motherfucker. I'm playing Blue Eyes White Dragon. I'm ready. Fuck yeah. I was happy because I had that card, but I also have Red Eyes Black Dragon, which honestly is my aesthetic, just generally. That's my shit. <laughs> my main deck is a Red Eyes deck. I love Hell Red yeah. Eyes. Hell yeah. Because my, my favorite quote about Red Eyes Black Dragon, and is my entire, like, ethos as a person is they were like the uh, blue eyes white dragon is all about power but the red eyes black dragon is about potential because like the deck I have with him is all about taking the red eyes who's usually kind of in the middle and making him super powerful anyways back to tarot reading what's Kathy gotta say next I was gonna say that's the uh that's like the best type of that sounds like the best type of planning that'll probably help out in this venture Bam. Yeah. See you again. Talk oh, about shit. Plan Do you think, there, you think there's a Yu-Gi-Oh! tarot deck? There has to be. <laughs> Jesus God. You've got the dark be. magician. <laughs> I, ooh. Ooh. Uh, oh. Oh. So, here's the deal. I'm scared. You remember how the problem card, which was the Ten of Wands, was like... Yes. Specifically, like there is a there is blockage and it's tough to get through. Yes. In the future position, what we've got here is the five of wands, which is scattered, lack of focus, and lost. Now here's the thing. What I think this might mean, and the way I like to look at these... This is a real fucking inspirational, baby. I'm ready to move forward. (laughs) Well, what I like to think is, like, if you don't... Like, if you don't take the advice of making the plan, this is the outcome you can expect. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. Yeah, not like a, this is definitely going to happen, but a, like, 
girl, if you don't plan correctly, this might happen. Um, so yeah. maybe work on that plan and utilize this is the my energy. ghost of christmas future yeah exactly and use utilize the energy of the fire ant um now <laughs> i beg your fucking pardon what so um the for the for the card that um the card that uh is from the animal spirit deck you can tell it's from the animal spirit deck cuz it has a, a a like little fun snake skin like background on the back of the card and then on the front Ooh. of it there is a elemental symbol up at the top and a word and an illustration of that animal and it's fire ants on this one now this one mainly um this card is like what energy what like personal energy within yourself should you bring to this um should okay. you bring to like like what? What animal are you going to channel to make this happen? Basically, and it's a fucking ant. It's a fire ant. It's not just any ant. It's the ones that cause you the most distress if you step on them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Jesus. there's a point in that. Jesus, I've fucking fire ants have always terrified the shit out of me because I really don't ever want to encounter one and I don't know where they live I know fuck all about this animal and they will forever scare me um now (laughs) I don't make of that energy what you will specifically but I am going to find the actual animal itself I am struggling it's telling me to get flaming and vicious and bite my enemies I mean I can't uh, uh, listen I can't even say that that's wrong because the words that came here um aggression is the first one so yeah! <laughs> like, well yeah! done um, aggression, rigid thinking, following orders. I would actually argue the following orders bit is not necessarily the best part unless you sort of reframe following orders to following your own marching orders um, in that, like, again, the follow through with the plan that we talked earlier, right? Like, yeah, yeah follow through with that planning Um is I guess how I would think of that particular wording in that. Also, not necessarily rigid thinking. Where you're a creative person, we've already discussed this. Um, so like, you, like, well, I'm very rigid with the way I create. So oh. like, because I know there there are people who are very much like, when I when the spirit moves me, I'll write the next chapter or I'll do this. I'm like, no motherfucker. Thursday morning, I write Sammy Magic. Uh, this up uh, this day, I edit this. This day, I create this. That okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I also feel a little bit dragged for filth. First of all, um, because <laughs> I'm fully that first one, which is why I haven't written anything for eight goddamn months, which is not helpful <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm like, yes, eight months ago, I decided I was comfortable with calling myself a writer and a bitch ain't written anything in almost a year. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, oh, my God. But at that point, I was writing a lot. So, like, it made sense at the time. And then I got afraid of writing, which is not good. But I'm no longer afraid of it. I just don't have time, which is a problem. Ooh, but let me tell you, come September, I will be writing up a goddamn storm because I will be sitting in an office for, like, hours on end with nothing to do except write and i'm so hyped the the most powerful tool for an artist is a shitty job that allows i wrote three Mm -hmm. novels in my retail job i'm not even gonna lie hell yeah 
Hell yeah. Oh my god. The only reason I was able to make an audio drama is because I had a job that, like, I barely had to do anything for. Like, I... I, yeah, this is the only reason Red Wing exists. Like, truly, if if I didn't have a job, like if I had to like do actual things for that job, Red Wing would not exist. Like, I simply <laughs> have to open doors for people. That's it. And it- yeah, I look like a maniac because I used to work in an arcade, and I would literally walk around and do monologues. Hell so that yeah. way, I knew what I wanted to write for monologues. Oh. That makes me so happy. One, that energy just generally makes me happy. That is so good. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So, basically, this is just be disciplined. But, no, seriously, just remain disciplined, which you already do. Um, Like, so bring that disciplined energy that you already have in attacking this problem of, like, hitting that barrier and hitting that, like, creative barrier. It's also possible that this is a different barrier that hasn't popped up yet. Not to make, yeah. not to make, not to add ominousness to this whole thing of like, I don't know, you might run into a problem that you just haven't encountered yet, um, <laughs> you know. Um, but like, truly, if you do run into that, sort of remember the um, the energy of like the nope, be diligent and figure it out. It actually sounds to me like great advice. Well, it's great advice for me just generally, but like with writer's block specifically, it reminds me of that and how the best solution to that is just to keep fucking writing no matter what like yeah yeah my uh my favorite advice for writing is for the people who are like oh i have to wait for the spirit to move me and uh, i think the phrase is the water will not flow if the faucet's not turned on so you still gotta sit down there and start doing something and goodness will happen hell yeah that is a oh that's a fucking mood my god that is a (laughs) oh lord i I need to get my shit together. Jesus, God. Um, I'm like, it's it's gonna be interesting because I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know what the fuck my recording days are for wannabe film buffs. I don't know when that is, which means there are gonna be days that I have to watch movies at work. Which is, that's not a problem. They don't yeah. give a shit about that literally at all. Like, fully. What did I watch? I watched The Favorite at work. Let me tell you, that's a weird fucking call to watch on the job like that is so weird Ooh, oh god also quick question yes. in the future when you guys get done with like the top what is it the top 100 best movies or top 250 250 when you get done with that could you please do the top 100 worst films on imdb just flip the script on the whole show we already have plans to do that like as like yes! yeah like so one of my favorite things is like going here's the thing i don't know that i want to do the imdb worst like i want to do like a different rating system like the worst from a different rating system but mainly because i don't agree with imdb on like fucking anything like i'm so i'm still mad that they got godfather at the top like i get it i know why it's there mainly because a bunch of cis dudes decided that like they liked that movie and thus it will forever just be at the top of that list and it does not deserve it um Whatever. Um, controversial opinions about The Godfather. Woo! Um, <laughs> hey, look, if there's a movie and a guy's got a fucking thick New, New York or Boston accent, it's gonna be one of the best fucking movies of all time, The Departed. It's great. <laughs> Which is also funny, because The Departed's low on the... Like, not low on the list, but it's considerably lower than The Godfather, but I... It's so much better. I fucking love The Departed. I know I joked about it, but it's got Dropkick yeah. Murphys in it. I mean, shit. Like, there's... Like, fucking, uh, uh, 
The Shawshank Redemption is at the top of that list. It was our first episode. Truly, that was a surprise. I liked that movie, but also it gave me flashbacks. Um, Andy Dufresne climbed through a mile of shit to get to the end, and it finally exited. Andy Dufresne, specifically. Andy Dufresne. Specifically, my ex-boyfriend um, <laughs> was exact, like, the scene. Every famous character has tried to fuck you. That's where I'm at now with you. Oh, Every, no. It, it don't matter who the fuck it is. You're going to be like, Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah, no, I used to date a guy. And he would who just be like, exactly I'm trying like to call you today. <laughs> Which, like, I mean, the, the issue is it's easy to identify people that we've, like, that we've interacted with on that deep core level. with like, But this one was fucking creepy down to the fact oh, yeah. that I met him while he was, like, that I met him while he was collecting rocks. Um, while he was climbing through a mile of shit. <laughs> I met him while he was collecting rocks, and we had the same conversation, like, almost word for word, that they had about rocks in the movie. And I, like, I didn't know, I hadn't seen the movie yet when we met. Like, so when I tell you that I saw that movie, and it was like, I'm having PTSD flashbacks. I had, I had like, recently <laughs> broken up with that motherfucker. I was so, I was shook. It was <laughs> then, so wild. And then he looked down, we were on a beach, and he said, I hate sand that's coarse and gets everywhere. And then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, there's another one. <laughs> like, this is insane. Like, I don't know, it was, it was crazy. But, like, that one, I felt, like, I felt fine about that one being where it was. I don't think it's the best movie of all time. I don't think it deserves to be, like, number one on that list. But it's a damn good movie. Yeah. Whereas The Godfather, I was just sitting there like, I'm bored as shit. This movie is three and a half hours <laughs> long. Why the fuck is this movie this long? This does not deserve to be this long. Which I also said about um, Loki Endgame. But, like... <laughs> That's not. Oh damn! Like, here's the thing. I liked Endgame a lot more, a fucking a lot more than I liked The Godfather, and I will still, I will rewatch Endgame. However, that that whole section in the middle where they're like jumping to different places, that whole thing yeah. could have been cut. Like, there's no need for that whole. <laughs> that whole section felt unnecessary. I know that the... it was. I thought it was nice. I liked it. I liked like the bits where you got to see the old Cap face new Cap. That was all nice and cute. And I liked it because it also showed the evolution of where we've come. Because like, mm -hmm. it showed old shitty Captain America who was full on Captain America, and that was the moment you saw Steve Rogers realize, man, that guy fucking sucked. Oh hell yeah, that dude's the worst. <laughs> Also, I'm so excited. That's for the America's game. ass is the best line of that whole fucking yes. movie, and that would not exist were it not for that. But like, also, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Like that felt fine, but each bit of that, like each bit within all of those things, felt long and belabored. And also, the grieving bit during that section felt really belabored in a way that it didn't need to be. And, like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, again, it is fine. I understand why it had to be that way. But also, like, it it, it was long. It was very long. <laughs> and I wish it wasn't that long. That is all. Yeah. Because just long movies bother the shit out of me. I miss, like, 
one and a half hour movies where I'm like, ah, this was fun. Watch it mid afternoon, and I still can do things. I think like two two fifteen might be my upper limit on how long a movie could. I didn't realize, and it might be because I had to watch it with commercials. I didn't realize that the 2016 Ghostbusters was like two hours long. I, but holy it. shit, that flick is long. I haven't seen that one yet. I'm still. It's it is good don't let the internet tell you otherwise although i will say oh i don't listen to the internet uh, when it comes to movies yeah, that star women there's like <laughs> well, there's there's a weird i don't know if the one i watched was like a other edited version cuz the original one i saw was really good this one had like some weird edits in it mm. where people were like they take pauses to tell jokes instead of making the jokes part of the plot and i'm like that's not true and then i watched this version and went oh you saw this one uh. this is the one you saw but you got to like chris chris hemsworth gives big himbo energy I love kate him. mckinnon has powerful lesbian energy uh, it's just so good it, that i i will it's on it it's been on my list. I might just do it because I need something feel good. I'm still like a little bit shook after. <laughs> I'm still yeah. a little bit shook after watching Lovecraft Country. Like I'm still like a little <laughs> scared. Like I had to drive the I had to drive through a forest because I live in the part of Massachusetts that is literally just forest. Um so like I had to drive through that today and I was like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Like, I, if a cop, like, also cop cars were fucking everywhere today. I have no idea why. It, I I was so fucking like I was still just thinking like at any moment one of these motherfuckers could just start chasing me and I don't know how I'd respond because I weirdly weirdly at this moment have no weapons on me that is weird that is a weird thing yeah. for me I normally have knives not that I could kill a cop with a knife but also probably could kill a cop not gonna i could try <laughs> yes, like, i could at least try i know where their jugular is and they're very bad at protecting those um <laughs> actually <laughs> weird note just generally we like tend to protect like very vital organs on our body just sort of generally when it comes to, like putting on armor and things why don't we protect very, very key things for, like, breathing? Like, I don't know, the fucking throat? Like, never. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Or the head. Just the head in general. <laughs> like, oh, sure, I survived this knifing, but I have head trauma for the rest of my life. Uh, girl, no. That's unnecessary and doesn't need to. Oof. Uh, even if you just, like, just, just get him in the ankle. Like, it's just, it's not, which I... <laughs> That's so rude, but it's one of my favorite things ever. Like, it, if I ever am in a situation where, like, I need to defend myself and also permanently cripple this human being that is attacking me, <laughs> um, which is, like, generally speaking, if I'm in a life or death situation, I'm going to permanently cripple them. That's just how that's going to be. Like, I would rather not kill them. But, like, if that, <clears throat> if that happened... Immediately, it's the ankle. Like I'm going for the ankles. I guarantee you, they don't have oh, protection. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they don't have protection on their ankle. If I just stab that and their Achilles tendon is destroyed, they're fucked. I I <laughs> really did not expect this fun tarot podcast to turn into how we would permanently cripple a police officer. Absolutely didn't expect it either. <laughs> but hey, that's the fun of this. I mean, basically, we you only got lightly dragged. <laughs> Yeah, Kathy was kind. Yeah, Kathy was she very was like, kind. You've to had me. a self-destructive past, and you need to work on that kind of. <laughs> <laughs>
but also we can move on from the past and just focus on getting our ducks in line for the future, which is literally was also funny. There's a get literal your duck, powerful actually. emperor, get that powerful emperor fire ant energy <laughs> and em- take it forward into life, daddy fire ant, um, <laughs> <laughs> papa ant. Papa Ant, um, which is funny because that sounds like aunt, which is not whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> father aunt. Ooh. Anyway, but no, fire ant energy. Um, bring that with you. I feel like that's good. So um, I guess we could wrap that there with a tell the people where they can find you as one as one would standardly do. You can find me at Scotty Mo on Twitter, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O, and find all my podcasts at a load of purebs.com and and click in my link tree. Give me money in any of those links. It, I, it'd mean the world to me. Hell yes. And also, just generally speaking, buy some fucking merch because I, like, replace all of your... Um, Hogwarts House merch with Sammy Magic merch, which is what I've slowly been doing. I I can't get rid of my Ravenclaw mug because my dead grandmother bought that for me. Um, Jesus. <laughs> well, I guess technically she didn't buy it for me because she didn't make it on that trip because she died before it. Um, but um, oh my god! <laughs> but like she was the like she literally um when she knew she was gonna she was passing she was like I want the whole family to go is again of course before J.K. Rowling really started like publicly being a dick so um we were all fine and we all went and it was pretty great um and she gave us each like enough money to get a something from there it was either like most of the family got wands but I already had mine so rather than that I was like well let me just get this mug that I'm actively going to use like almost daily and like every time I use it I'll be able to think of my grandma and there we go Um, and also I have her this this is based on the last thing she ever said to me I have it permanently tattooed on my body so there we are love my grandma which is why I'm not getting rid of that mug but I definitely got (laughs) got a big nerds mug as well Um, so highly recommend (laughs) I also just love the house so much I'm mad. My favorite Slytherin merch is definitely not something I could remake. And it's when I worked at Universal, they sold like old, you know, like rugby players have like the douchey popped collar kind of shirts. <gasps> yes. it's, it's one of those, but it's of a house. So it's like I was the rugby player for Slytherin. So I can't make that. But I, other than that, I'm going to replace everything with good old rude boys merch. We'll see about that is all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> we will see about that. Um, so, they say with a uh, full sewing studio just present um, and accounted oh my for. Gosh. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, hit me up with the exact sort of like visual representation of everything later, and I'll figure it out. Um, anyway, l- dear listeners, I'm gonna have an actual professional sounding outro after this, but. Uh, I'm Red Black Golden on Twitter. Black spelled B L A Q U E, like Cat Black, who I fucking love. Um, but also it's it's Fancy Black. I, I'm Fancy Black. I guess is what I'm what I'm saying there. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Ignore me. That is weird. Merch opportunity. <laughs> fancy Black JV. <laughs> I am Fancy Black JV. Um, <laughs> which. <laughs> fuck oh my god um 
yeah, so you can find me there. Um, and I believe I'm going to, that's where I'm going to post this. Um, I will also, if you take whatever the name of this show is, there, there will be a hashtag for that. And that will be where you can see the photos of the cards, which I still have to take. Uh, but I will get to that. Um, um, and uh, that's where I will post the photos of that so you can see that. It'll be awesome. Um, very excited for that. And very excited for y'all to hear this when you eventually do hear this. Leave a comment on iTunes if you feel so inclined. Um, I should be better about telling people to leave iTunes reviews. I'm... I, could not be I know bothered. I'm the worst. I could not I'm, be I'm the worst at it. Like cuz I mean, yeah, it it helps in whatever algorithms and bullshit, but honestly what helps more is when people directly tell you to listen to something. Like that's honestly yeah. the real that's the realty. I don't I have never once in my fucking life read the iTunes charts and been like I'm gonna listen to this show. Never once in my life. I actively yeah. avoid doing that because 90% of the time I'm like I feel like they don't actually deserve all of this fame and popularity. Maybe that's because I'm petty, but <laughs> but also, like, I don't know. I like indie shit. I like indie shows. It's one of the reasons why I'm a fan of... At the very least, I've listened to two of your shows um, and will listen to more once I have time and am stuck in an office where I where I have only to be able to listen to things. Um, and I'm damn sure I will enjoy them just as much as I've already enjoyed the ones that I've already seen. Um, and that, motherfuckers, is how you interview and promote somebody else's shit. <laughs> Drags other show that I've never Red heard. for Phil! <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, be well. Do as much good work as you all possibly can do. Um, I am turn up to some fire ant music whatever the fuck that means to y'all and <laughs> honestly what would daddy be? ant energy what would fire ants listen to music wise like just like let's drop kick murphy's <laughs> you know what probably uh turn up some drop kick murphy's because we mentioned them during this and why the fuck not and stay safe out there my darlings um also, oh fuck. Um, also, song recommendation. I'm gonna leave y'all with a song recommendation, which is uh, the Miss Cleo song by Dr by Dwayne Milan. Um, because <laughs> drag queen energy, bam. Um, also, because that's, I will send you that song. It's fucking funny. It's truly one of the first like interactions I ever had with a drag queen, and I fucking lived for it. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, alrighty. Bye all. Bye bye